This is three and five on SLC Management Podcast. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Steve Peacher, president of SLC Management, and this is three and five, in which we ask three relevant questions to experts across our platform. And today I'm joined by Amy Price, who's president of Bintal Green Oak. Amy, thanks for joining. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Amy, my first question, recently, Sonny Kelsey, who's the CEO of Bentall Green Oak, made a bold announcement regarding your future hiring plans. What was it that he mandated for BGO and how was that received internally? Well, he did make a bold um, announcement on behalf of our company. And I guess the quick context is we are committed to being a leader in our industry when it comes to equity, diversity, and inclusion. So last summer, uh, Sonny announced a two-thirds hiring goal for BGO. So what that means is that 67% of the new hires that we make are going to be women or visible minorities. And that's really the component of diversity that we can identify through the recruiting process. So I think you asked, how's it been received? Honestly, very well. You know, naturally there are some early questions and reactions along the lines of, you know, how are we actually gonna do that? You know, the answer simply is that we're gonna work harder and we're gonna recruit differently. And overall, I really feel that part of the culture of BGO, you know, is, is really aligning with this view that we need to be a more diverse team. You know, we need to represent our investors and our tenants. And frankly, a very helpful catalyst for all this is that our investors are caring a lot more, right? They're measuring their managers along dimensions of diversity and inclusion in a much greater way. So it's really helped shift the conversation of what's nice to do and what's a business imperative. You, uh, you, end up put, you ended up putting this to the test in the first quarter, and you had the opportunity to hire a lot of people at BGO. Uh, and so what was your experience in terms of being able to hit the diversity goals that Sunny laid out? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think we were all surprised by how phenomenal the recruiting statistics were for, for the first part of this year. So we have hired 95 people globally, and of that group of new hires, 59% are female and 40% identify as belonging to a visible minority. So when you combine that, it means 80% of the people that we've hired are either female or visible minorities, and some are both. So it's been great. And the other thing I'd say is within the US, Europe, and Asia, where we can capture more specific racial identity data, 16% of those new hires are Black. So that's really important because, you know, that is one of our most underrepresented groups. So being able to make some traction there is great. And then the last thing I'd say is another metric we can look at is the amount um, of women that we have on our senior leadership team. So at the start of the year, we were 19% female, kind of a managing director and up level with promotions and these new hires. We're now up to 25% female, and that number is climbing as we continue to hire. So we're really making a really meaningful impact on many of these dimensions. You know, I've been in asset management my whole career, and I I think I can say that the industry in general hasn't covered itself in glory in terms of achieving diverse workforce over the years. And so those kind of results are really outstanding. And I think the question that will be on people's minds when they hear that is, how did you do it? How did you achieve those results? Yeah, well, and this is the heart of it, right? I honestly, I know it probably sounds pretty cliche, but I'd say a couple things, right? One is we've worked harder, you know, to find diverse talent. It's been intentional. It's taken more patience and more creativity. A few examples of things we've done. One is we've casted a wider net. So we've used social media, LinkedIn in particular, to really try and get 
you know, a lot of exposure in the market and cull through a lot of, um, a lot of interest in order to find candidates. We've told some of our recruiting partners that we're not going to extend an offer until we've seen a diverse slate of candidates. So, you know, instead of taking maybe a first round candidate, you know, it's taken us a little longer. We've had to go back. We've had to ask to see more, but we've been able to hire some really awesome, talented women and minorities. And then last thing I just say is at the end of the day, you know, it's our business leaders who are making these hiring decisions. So really, how do we get, you know, these results? It's by having a senior team who's really genuinely bought into this. And the success that we've had this year is really a result of their efforts. Well, it's really uh, an outstanding result. I think uh, BGO is setting an example for the rest of SLC, which is great. So final, final question, Amy, I know you were a rugby player in college. You have obviously a contact sport. Is there anything that you learned on the rugby pitch that has been particularly helpful in your career in commercial real estate? Yeah, that's a good question. So rugby is definitely full contact. It's definitely a team sport. If you've ever been in a scrum, you know what I'm talking about. You're definitely a team and you work as a group. So that's been helpful. But honestly, the culture of rugby is not just about what happens on the field. It's about what happens after you're done with a match. And there's a lot of camaraderie, songs, et cetera. And I think that's also really relevant to our industry and just the, the relationships and the sense of belonging to a, a strong culture. Okay, note to self, we need to hire more rugby players uh, at uh, SLC Management and across the affiliates. Amy, thanks a lot uh, today, and thanks to everyone for tuning in. Thanks for having me. 